Wait, Wait what? what? Really? really? Okay. Okay. With your host, Lauren Weissman. This is a fully licensed theme song for the show. Solicitation etiquette tips for both hosts and guests. This is Lauren Wiseman. This is episode 85 of the Wait What Really Okay podcast. Recently, I was featured on a couple podcasts. One was a, a website, a magazine for guests, and another one was sending some potential guests my way. Now, I see different proposals, and I, I even belong to RadioGuestList.com, which I advise for people that want to be on different shows. It's very cool. It brings up different shows, and it can be everything from speaking opportunities to radio shows to podcasts. Here was the problem of what happened, and this was a couple weeks ago. I was featured on a directory. I received an onslaught of emails, and I think there were two people in there that I responded to. As a guest, or if you're looking to become a guest, let, let's just dive right in and we'll start there. As a guest, or you're looking to become a guest on a podcast, to write there, write some kind of templated note saying, I would be an amazing guest for your show. And it looks like, and it looks like it is, just a templated letter that's sent to every single possible contact to get on every single show possible. Is that really what you want, though? And at the same time, do you think a host that's receiving a truckload of those really wants to see that? People spelled my name wrong. There were people that inside of the template letters, they listed the wrong podcast. I really love this podcast, Lauren. Like, okay, you got at least got my name right. But it was so clearly a cut and paste job. And it was such a turnoff. And again, it's here's my expertise and here's what I'll talk about. And me, 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 me. Okay. Well, for my podcast, if you want to be, and this is a, a side note besides the etiquette tips, you want to be on wait, what really? Okay. Tell me how it's going to make this show better as opposed to just how great you are. Where are we going to have a conversation? My podcasts are not infomercials, and a lot of other people's podcasts are not either. And if you're sitting there just inundating people with, I can talk about this, and I can do this, and I can do this, and me, 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 there's no give and take. It doesn't take more than five minutes to look up someone's podcast that you're potentially soliciting to or you're sending a request letter to. It doesn't take a minute to listen to a couple openers. You listen to little 15-second segments. It would be nice if you could take it a little bit further. Get a sense of what that show is about. And at the same time, is this the type of show that you want to be on? A lot of people run into this problem. I've run into it myself. There was a while, and I, I kept it a very customized and very personalized letter. I didn't look as much into some of the shows that I was on. I was just in this, I need to be on a lot of shows. It was in the realm of business. It was in the realm that could discuss branding. It was in the realm of business marketing. So I went for it. But then hearing some of these shows and hearing not, yeah, how bad they were, it's not really something I look back on as saying, okay, that was not the best idea. So be a little bit more picky. And at the same time, as you're a little bit pickier, play the role of the host. How would you attract someone? Hey, I listened to this. I think we could have a great back and forth about this. Talk about what you can share. 
not what you're going to tell. Talk about the elements about how the conversation could go. How, you know, I mean, all of these little nuances, and some people have said, oh, it's just semantics. It's not. Because right now, there's an inundation of people that are just getting pressed with podcast uh, proposals and guests, and they're tired of it. And as soon as that perception rings true to sound like somebody that they've dealt with a thousand times before, whether or not you are that person, that's how you come off. So right off the bat, inside of a letter, personalize it. Yes, you can use aspects of a template, but don't make it a million miles long. And if you're on RadioGuestList.com, if you're just searching out shows or podcasts to be on, and there's an outline for what they want from you in a request, and I was talking with this guy, uh, I was talking with this guy this morning who was making a joke. He has, it was not a joke, he's serious. He has a required amount. Fill out this many characters. Check that. It's easy to do a character count. And he says a number of people would send him these requests and just blast over that and share this long extended diatribe, which he immediately sent to the delete file. Follow the rules. You want to be on somebody else's show? You want to bring somebody else to, you want to bring something to that person's show? Understand that person has certain rules. They don't need to see every element of your long extended three page bio. And more so to touch base, to give the details, to even send links to state, here's a little bit about me. You can click here to find out more. Here's an example of my voice, my tone. If it's some kind of podcast that has video, here's some other shows I've been on. Make the decision to bring you on a show a little bit easier. And at the same time, and the core underlying blueprint of all of it is make it real, make it authoritative, make it true to the podcast or the show that you're going to be on and not just this glamorizing infomercial. You might even end up on a show that has next to no viewers, listeners, viewers or listeners, who knows, depends. In that, it still can become, even if it's a good show, if it's a good interview, it can still be a good level of media. And you can share with them. This is what I'm going to do. If, if, if you have me on your show, here's how I can share. Here's what I, here's what I currently have for a following. Here's where I can do that. These people that are pushing towards shows forget that the people putting on these shows, yes, they're creating content. Yes, they want to cross market. But oftentimes they're not hearing how they're going to be cross marketed. They're just people coming out saying, I'm this super expert. And you know, oh, that was my favorite one. In this uh, Excel sheet that I got, I had 17 people saying I needed, word needed, to have them on my show. I see the word need, I absolutely don't need. And half the time also, hype legitimately. These people that made all these claims, I did a couple searches, I can't find half of this stuff, so it's just not true. So you're coming out of the gate lying to me. What does that make me want to have you on as a guy? You, I was did this. I did this. I was on NBC National. No, you're on an NBC local. And no, it never syndicated. This over-excess of hype is hurting people. So flip the switch on the over-excess of hype and deliver the honest, humble authority. What you know, why you know it, and how what you know and why you know can fit and resonate with a show. Now, if it can't fit and resonate with the show, why, you know, one, don't send an email. Second, open with that email saying, I'm not sure if this is a fit. This is what I do. Is this something that you like? I've done that a number of times, and I hit about the 50-50 split. 
I've had certain people. It just seemed interesting, and I liked the show, and I liked what was going on. So I said, I don't know if this element of branding crosses over. I know it crosses over to their business, but it might not be on their show. And that comes to the point of being respectful. I Stop telling someone they need to have you as a guest, but offer them for consideration. I mean, consideration has become this lost word in social media in this place where everyone's just going overly dominant, explaining what they need to do, how they need to do it, boom, 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 and done. For your consideration, a potential guest. It's not being passive. It's not being weak. And some of these, some of these Gary V tactics about getting on shows... I see these people that will send those to me, and it's the first thing I do is I shut them down, and a lot of other people do too. Gary V can use these. He's more aggressive, and he's much more famous. You're not. A lot of you are not. So to take that overly aggressive approach is just pissing off people and having them delete you. Again, coming back to that idea about the smaller show. A smaller show where you're showing up on a lot of different Social media sites, maybe they don't have the most following, but it's one more show. It's one more connection. And even if it's a good interview, that's a good opportunity. Don't necessarily look to the highest level numbers to be on a show. If you're out there, this is a good host. They've got a good show. It could get bigger. It could get better. And at the same time, if it's representing you, your brand, your message, and helping you get across, well, by all means, great. Also, in communication with a show. Make sure that you're, you know, you're not talking too long. You're remembering whose show it is. I was on a, a show overseas with Jonathan Sr. this morning. We were talking about uh, books and author marketing. And I was trying to be very careful to not go too long. And we had discussed in advance that it was okay to have some of these longer answers. I didn't want to step on him. I didn't want to step over him. I didn't want to take off with him because it's his show. And even if he's interviewing me, even if he's asking me questions, when you put yourself out as someone that wants to build a conversation, that wants to help create engagement, that wants to help the show as they help you, by all means, great. And also in the end, don't turn it into the call out, uh, call to action infomercial. Even on the end, you can go much softer. You can go much gentler. You don't have, I mean, wouldn't you rather people... Leave you on the end with just this, wow, I, I really want to go find out more than the, you can find me here, you can find me here, you can like this page, you can share this, you can follow here. Da, 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 da. That tone is old. So to flip that tone and flip that switch, if you're interested in learning more, seeing some of my content, here's my website. Are you a Twitter person? Here's my Twitter. If your brand is in place, most of these names should be across the board. So oftentimes you can just give that single name. And that also makes a call to action that much easier. This morning, my, my, my thing? Want to find out more about me? You can go to laurenweisman.com, L-O-R-E-N-W-E-I-S-M-A-N, or across most any social media and find me there or find a link from one of those pages to my content. Done. It was not, like me here, follow me here, subscribe to me here. Let them connect with you. Maybe you're a guest that they've only heard for the first time. And from that, let them experience you, your content, and then make that decision for themselves. So in that sense, in these basic tips for soliciting as a guest, be engaging, be considerate. 
think about the show. Do not just send a blank template and take a minute. Listen to that show. Take a second to listen to it. You don't have to listen to a complete show. Scan through it. Find out what's going on. Would that suit you well? Would those people suit you well? I've seen people that have gone on to comedy shows and they get pissed off because they don't realize the host is going to dig at them. I was on a show about a year ago and it was a slapstick thing. It was radio. It was, it was a drive time show. These guys were bouncing back and forth and having a blast. Once we got off the air, they were laughing. We were just talking uh, during commercial before they came back going, I think you're one of the only guys that realized we were joking. I said, well, I listened to your show in advance. I had they they dealt it to me. I dealt it right back to them. I had a sense because I spent forty five seconds and got a sense of their show. I read about their bios. I read about what they like to do with guests. Yes, they want to highlight expertise, but they want to poke to see if the expert is down to earth. That's part of their pitch. It's a major graphic, and so many people oftentimes miss that. For them, it missed that. That basic due diligence, the basic research, and the basic level of respect as to how you can bring something to that show, just as that show might bring something to you, is the best way to go. Okay, now let's flip the switch and go from the shows that are promoting or promoting to guests. Stop making yourself out to be the number one radio broadcast or podcast broadcast in the entire world. It gets old. To sit there and pitch that, and and I see this, uh, I see this from people that fill this out on radioguestlist.com. It's not Radio Guest List, but these people say, we have a potential audience of 14 million. That's beautiful. So they've listed an aspect of the fact that they're on iHeartRadio. How many podcasts are on iHeartRadio? Why don't you look to the more legitimate things? You can. You, there are different analytics to find out. There are ways to look at everything from Alexa rankings to FCC rankings, if there's a radio station there, to what's really going on. But when you hype up that stuff and somebody's getting smart enough to check that up and it comes off like BS, then no one's going to go there. This goes for the lo- local radio markets, too. And then at the same time, if this is a radio show, Okay, let's say your 12 o'clock is a nationally syndicated show, and FCC and other analytics show that there are just tens of thousands of listeners at this given time. To state that you have that for your local podunk show, and I'm not trying to be mean here, I'm, I'm actually pointing towards somebody in my area that promotes his 7 to 10 slot as having the 12 o'clock listenership. And that's how he sells advertising. It's a lie. He's actually breaking laws. I'm not going to name him, and I'm not going to draw out the middle of that. But serious situation here. Not a good way to go. But to be able to state, this is what we're looking for. These are the kind of things that we want. These are the elements that we want inside of our show and inside of our guests. To put that out nice and clearly. And not... Not turn into this whole automated thing of just craziness. I got something from some guy, and I had filled out, it was through Radio Guest List, I sent him a personalized letter, and I said, I'm interested, and this is what I'm about. Then he came back and he said, we have such an array of people coming to us right now, we need you to fill out this form. I was a little turned off by it, but I said, you know what, I'll fill it out. So I fill out the form, and it basically is what I'd sent in the letter, just a little bit more organized, dialed into the request and the requirements that this given person had. 
you should be happy that this is the follow up a day later. You should be happy that you have been chosen to be a guest. And it just turned into this weird thing. So I did a little bit of due diligence on this show and I did a little checking on the analytics. I mean, this guy isn't breaking three figures in listenership and he's making this thing out to be a worldwide broadcast. So at that point, and it's, we're going to do this and you have to fill this out and you have to send us this. Then the following page, I find out he basically, not basically, he wants me to write my interview. What questions would you would you like to add? What would you like added here? What would you like here? Now, I'm all about, is there a particular question that you would like pro, you know, proposed to you or asked of you that maybe you haven't had a chance to be asked or something that you'd like to cover or something that people might not know? That's beautiful. This guy sent this long online form that was having me do all the work to set up an interview. And, and for that, on the smallest level, I just thank you, no thank you, I'm moving on. In your podcast, not making that hype, but just explaining or getting out to these people as as you connect, whether they solicit to you or whether you're soliciting to guests. This is what I create. This is how I create it. These are the type of guests I look for. Even stating, these are the kind of guests I don't want. You know, I mean, that can open up these different doors and different ways for people to see who you are, what you're about, why your show is what your show is. I tell, I tell people flat out, I, a, a lot of the guests that I do, and I do guests very, you know, in between, not all the time. And I'll, I'll, I'll state something like, okay, I'm interested in, you know, this type of guest. And I look, um, I look for people that want to have a conversation. I, don't, I, I tell people flat out, I do not want to do an infomercial. I am not here to plug your brand. But inside of creating a commercial, inside of creating a conversation, not a commercial, inside of the different elements that Wait What Really Okay has from the podcast on Monday, the photo on Tuesday, the video on Wednesday, the blog on Friday, the link on Thursday, this stretch out can be very good for a brand. But how do we create something that's authentic, that's inviting people to listen, but not shoving an ad down their throat? And I, as many com- great conversations as, as I have with people, well, I, I need to plug this, I need to plug this. It's not what I do. Well, no, I mean, we can just make some time to do this. I just explained, this is not what I do. You might want to go to another show. Look at what you have, what you want to be, define it, have it on a page, or for that matter, have it on a podcast, because in a way, that's what this podcast is about. It's some etiquette tips on both sides of the fence, and to tell you also... You want to be on Wait What Really Okay? I'm not the biggest podcast in the world by far. Can't even touch Joe Rogan. That guy's amazing with his listenership and his subscription and engagement. But you want to be on Wait What Really Okay? Take a minute to listen to a couple of the episodes. Tell me where we can have a conversation that might not be direct into branding. It might not be direct into marketing. It might not be direct into strategy. But something inside of what you're doing could apply to something that anybody listening could get something off of. Last week, I had Dan Springetti of the Springetti Group. He does beautiful backyard sanctuaries, this outdoor custom living creations. Now, what he builds is at a much higher level than a lot of people can necessarily afford, and he only builds it in two states. 
And for that matter, only part of two states. So this was not an infomercial for him. It was much more him talking about his business, how he came to that, to inspire other people in any given business that they're in. The way that he approaches what he does has influence in things that have nothing to do with backyards, landscaping, softscaping, hardscaping, backyard design, or any of that. And it was a fun conversation. We sat there. I'm drinking coffee. I'm, I'm finding myself just like this conversation could go on for another hour. We shot a video. It was, it was a blast. I mean, I looked up and we had already hit the 30-minute mark. That's the kind of guest that I want to have. I want to have someone that wants to have a conversation. I don't want to pre-prep too many questions. Is there a certain question that you want to have asked? By all means, let's do it. Let me, let me help in that way. What are we going to do for a video? What are we going to do? What kind of images? What's something else that's coming out? Can we keep it in a flow where in the sense, and this is what I like for Wait What Really Okay, somebody's sitting, you know, two people are sitting at the corner of a bar having a conversation. Maybe they're talking a little bit of work and somebody on either side of them flanked on the bar is listening in and just, you know, maybe not overly listening, but enjoying hearing that conversation and might either join in or want to take something away from it. That's what I look for on wait, what really? Okay. And if you can bring that, then solicit. And like I mentioned with the guests soliciting, yes, hit me with some of the information on you. Show me what you're doing, how you're doing it, why, why you're doing it. Don't make yourself out to be, you know, God's gift to everyone, but more so where we could have a conversation and why it would be a good fit for my show. Then keep that vibe going for anybody else that you connect with. It'd be great if you could listen to parts of an episode, if not a full episode. I like, I, I you know, and even if it's just the front and the back, I do like getting letters that are personalized where it's something that somebody has taken the time to listen or learn. I hear someone go, I, I really dig that funky little fully licensed theme song intro. And the drums at the end are pretty cool. Okay, maybe they just listened to the front and the back, but they took the time. So I want to take the time to respond. I want to take the time to connect with them. That extra due diligence, that extra attention to detail, bringing it down to earth and staying away from the outer stratosphere hype. Whether you're promoting your show, whether you're trying to promote yourself to be on a show, can bring you on that many more shows. Stay rooted in your authenticity and your humility as you share your authority. And then as you share your authority, make sure you're finding the most authentic channels that will fit you, suit you, and potentially suit another show. This is not just about you getting another show or not just about getting another guest on. It's putting a sense of quality behind what you're creating to stand out from the array of people that are just driving guest after guest after guest after guest, trying to get as much possible to get all the backlinks they can to, in a sense, build up a fake vibe and a fake listenership. Be true to yourself. Be true to the vision of your show, what you want to create, why you're creating it, what you want from it. And this goes for whether you're a guest or whether you're a host. And the results from that, those actions, whether you're trying to get on a show or get other people onto your show, when you place that authenticity, it will bring up the authority and the quality of this show and get that many more people listening over and over again.
At American University, we don't just hope for change, we create it. We don't just dream of a better world, we make it a reality. With a graduate degree from AU, you'll access expert faculty and connections throughout DC to develop skills and experience to turn your passion into purpose. And that purpose can make all the difference in your career. Discover the difference a degree makes at American.edu slash gradschool. At American University, we don't just hope for change, we create it. We don't just dream of a better world, we make it a reality. With a graduate degree from AU, you'll access expert faculty and connections throughout DC to develop skills and experience to turn your passion into purpose. And that purpose can make all the difference in your career. Discover the difference a degree makes at American.edu slash gradschool.